I wanted to do a quick bonus lesson here just to piggyback off of our previous lesson about the Great Commission and sharing the good news. And I know for some listening, they might be saying to themselves, well, Josh, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know where to start. So you're telling me I'm going to go into all the world and preach the gospel, but I'm not even certain how to talk to anyone about the good news. So I just want to give a real quick, short little bonus lesson here about how do we spread the good news? What are some things that we should articulate and share with others what's the basic tenets of the message and i think first is this we have to identify and we have to know people so that means we got to be out in the community and identify have conversations with people and identify those who the scriptures term are lost or are unbelievers they either don't know about the message of christ or they haven't received it yet maybe they know a little bit about it but they don't know much and they're not certain whether they believe it or not those are people that we can identify that we can speak and communicate the message to Second is this, as we heard, as we read earlier in Acts chapter 1, that we labor or we work alongside the power of the Holy Spirit of God with us. One of the ways that we can engage and work alongside the Holy Spirit is by praying that God would open that person's heart. We read about the parable of the sower and the seed, that seed that falls on hard ground obviously doesn't grow. Seed that falls on ground that's stony will get choked out and die. Seed that falls on ground that is thorny will again get choked out and die. But seed that falls on soft ground will find deep roots that will multiply. So we want to pray that God will work that person's heart, work that person's mind and soul, and and prepare the ground so that when we present the gospel message to them, it will be something that will be received. So what are the um, basic elements of what we're supposed to be communicating to people when we say the gospel? What are we trying to share? There's four major themes here, and you can communicate them in any way or illustrate them in any way. But here's the four things that really need to be talked about, and that's this. First is that God loves us, and He loves all people. He loves the whole world, and He wants to have a right relationship with us and with Him. So that relationship, that fellowship with God has been broken. Secondly, the reason it has been broken is that, as the Scripture tells, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have sinned, and our sins separate us from God. That is why we don't have fellowship with God. But God loves us and desires to have fellowship with us. So what has been done about it? Well, here's the good news. Here's what has been done about it. That God, through the person of Jesus Christ, He sent Christ to pay the penalty of our sins. By dying on the cross, He bore the weight of our sin there and then raised him from the dead. It's almost the receipt to prove that this is God, because by his own power, he resurrects Christ. So we receive that message. We believe that message to be um, valid. We believe it to be truthful. We have evidence, as Hebrews tells us, we have the evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things not seen, and we place our faith and trust in what we read in the Gospels of Jesus Christ and the Scriptures as a whole, that God wants to have fellowship with us, even though we've sinned against Him, and Jesus Christ paid that penalty. And if we will, by faith, believe and repent of our own sin, that God will, that we, that we will be brought back into fellowship with God through the record of Christ. And the final thing is this, that we must personally trust in Christ. No one can do this for us. Our parents can't do this for us. Our children can't do this for us. The pastor can't do this for us. That we have to decide on our own to personally trust Christ. And the scriptures say that confession is made with the mouth. It precedes what is happening in the heart and soul of an individual and the mind of the individual. And then confession is an outpouring of that. And that we ask Christ to forgive our sins and to be our Lord, to be our master, just like the disciples followed Jesus and called him master, rabbi, teacher. We are going to follow you and your sayings because you have the words of life. So does a person who believes in the message of Jesus Christ now says, Lord, I will follow you and you will be Lord of my life and I will do as you command me to do.
So those are the four major parts of what need to be communicated when we are telling the gospel. So now what? Well, we just look for an opportunity to have a conversation. And these will take time. These won't be immediate. They won't happen instantaneously. They may be conversations that happen over, in some cases, a lifetime. But we must be diligent and faithful about sharing the message of Christ. And the way that we can package all this together, if you are a Christian and you know the Lord, is that you can share your own story of how you came to Christ. And all these elements that we talked about earlier of knowing that God wants relationship with us, knowing that we were sinners, knowing that Jesus Christ paid for our sins, and knowing that we personally trusted Christ and confessed our sin and asked Christ to be our Lord are all packaged into our own story. And we can share with others what Christ has done for us simply by saying, let me tell you about the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. And that is the day that I met Christ as my Savior. And then share with them the gospel. And invite this person to have other conversations with you, maybe by, maybe through Bible study, maybe through coming with you to your own local church, that you can continue to invite them and, and, and work through maybe some of their doubts that we read about in Matthew 28, maybe some of their unbelief, and see the Holy Spirit of God work in their life and bring them to the place of faith. So I hope this encourages you and lets you know that all of us are equipped with what we need, and that is the message of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit to share with boldness and faith what Christ has done for us, and we will see the greatest gift that can be given to other people that God wants to give them through us. And we'll see lives changed, homes changed, and we'll see people uh, brought up in this faith that will not just have an impact in this world, but will have the great impact in the world to come. So I hope this has been helpful, and again, I look forward to studying with you next time on the Calvary Couples Podcast.